You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. On August 31, American forces officially pulled out of Afghanistan. You've seen the scenes of chaos surrounding that day. U.S. President Joe Biden has been reaping criticism at home and abroad while a humanitarian crisis continues to unfold. Biden insists there is nothing to regret. I believe this is the right decision, a wise decision, and the best decision for America. We will get to that decision and its implications for America, but what Biden calls the best decision for America now begs the question, e paano kami? Was this the best decision for the rest of the world? Para sa Pilipinas. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. In this episode of Teka Teka, we ask, paano tayo maapektuhan ng mga nangyari, nangyayari at patuloy na mangyayari sa Afghanistan? Sabi ni Joe Biden, despite all the chaos, America achieved its mission In fact, he insists that mission was accomplished years ago. One, they took out Osama bin Laden in 2011, avenging Al-Qaeda's 9-11 attacks a decade earlier. And two, he said that in the process of getting bin Laden, they made the world a better place by dismantling Al-Qaeda's capabilities to launch terror attacks on America and on the world. Remember why we went to Afghanistan in the first place? Because we were attacked by Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda? On September 11th, 2001, and they were based in Afghanistan. We delivered justice to bin Laden on May 2nd, 2011, over a decade ago. We had no vital interest in Afghanistan other than to prevent an attack on America's homeland and their fr- our friends. And that's true today. Or is it? From our perspective in the Philippines, have we lessened or will there be more fallout from Afghanistan, particularly now that the Taliban is back in charge? In other words, while Biden says they no longer have vital interest there, what about us? The Philippines' foreign policy is basically driven by two things, trade and interest. And our interests are most powerfully defined by where our people are. Mga OFW natin. One can in fact argue, kaya nga tayo nadamay sa hunt for Bin Laden and the war against Al-Qaeda. Not because of Afghanistan, but because of our trade, ties, interest, and yes, OFWs in America. But now that the U.S. has pulled out of Kabul, what's left there that remains genuinely of Philippine interest? Let's consider Afghanistan on its own. Ang trade natin doon, napakaliit. In 2019 and 2020, around $7 million per year lang. 
Ang mga Pilipino naman ang nagtatrabaho doon, a little less than 300 according to the DFA. So while on a people-to-people level, Filipinos are concerned by the Taliban's rise and its implications for Afghan girls and women and the overall human rights of Afghans, why should the Philippines government care about what happens there, foreign policy-wise? What's there to watch? We spoke with someone who's monitored and actually covered Afghanistan over the past two decades. Veteran journalist Ed Lingao says, My Filipino connection sa Afghan history and vice versa. My Afghan connection sa Philippine matters. America's pullout, minimal trade, and very few OFWs notwithstanding. Well, we have other roots in Afghanistan then. Eh. I mean, not just because of uh, Filipinos going there because they're employed with the multinationals or multilateral institutions, but also because, for example, uh, our Moro Islamic Liberation Front, they can also trace a past there. Uh, they deployed Mujahideen to fight the Soviets during the mid to late 80s. Ito yung old guard ng MILF. Eh. Uh, yung si Al-Hajj Murad, si Gadzali Jafar, si Muhakir Iqbal. These were the old guard who deployed to Pakistan and then to Afghanistan to help fight and as well to experience war against uh, no superpower. Now, to be clear, after four decades of fighting a secessionist movement, of course, the MILF has already signed a peace deal with the government. That was in 2014, which led to the creation of the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao, or BARM. By citing history, the only point here is that beyond trade and OFW contributions to our economy, there is another concern that does impact on Philippine foreign policy. And it's a big one. Peace and security. So in this case, even with a peace deal with the MILF in place and beyond the challenges for BARM, Ed says that thread, that link, that association between armed groups in the Philippines and groups in the Middle East and Central Asia and Afghanistan, all of that continues. And it will be there every time and for so long as it remains unstable. And that part of the world will be a crucial arena for deadly movements and dangerous ideas, if not necessarily even linking resource-wise, even just inspiring and preening for each other. The other groups, kasi, for example, uh, the Abu Sayyaf, they try to draw their connections na to Al-Qaeda at the start and then shifted to ISIS or IS. But even then, ano eh, uh, by association lang, eh, then it was by real linkages. Eh. We, we can't really tell if there was any physical attempt by the Abu Sayyaf group, for example, or the BFF, to have a connection with uh, ISIS or Al-Qaeda. They could have in the sense that uh, we have had some Al-Qaeda-associated or linked people who visited the country and stayed behind to give training. For example, yung si Marwan. Ed is referring to Malaysian terrorist Zulkifli Abdir, alias Marwan. He was the subject of that deadly Mama Sapano clash in Maguindanao in 2015. Marwan and several other personalities uh, along the line who came to the Philippines to spread their beliefs. They link up with the, the most uh, popular or the most uh, infamous, for example, the most inf- infamous uh, fundamentalist group in the country, which would be the Abu Sayyaf, because they have commonality. But other than that, it's a bit And so remember Biden's mission accomplished message? The U.S. president can try to sell that to Americans. But Ed says that ironically, from a Filipino lens, Afghanistan remains still and more about feeling safe and secure in our part of the world. The Taliban stated that they would not allow Afghanistan 
to become a launching pad for international terrorism. But because of the instability, countries cannot help but to be on their toes. Because it's not actually about the Taliban. It is still about Afghanistan and the instability that America has now left. Obviously, the Taliban is not in full control of the whole country. If the previous government was not in control of the country, then mas mahirap sabihin that uh, the Taliban is more centralized because it's not. In effect, the Taliban is just basically a collection of uh, Afghan warlords eh, na who swear to support the Taliban. Mas sanga-sanga ngayon. So given that fact, it's an even bigger and looser petri dish now. Problem now is uh, you might have groups like ISIS, uh, groups like Al-Qaeda, or other splinter groups that can take root in you know, so many of the areas that are not really governed in Afghanistan. So on the one hand, it is not so much about the Taliban per se, but the instability in Afghanistan. Every time that it is unstable, that breeding ground for terror becomes a concern not just for us, but for the whole world. Well, obviously, the pity dish is now open again. Now, the question, I suppose, is whether or not the Taliban will be stricter in trying to uh, limit the kinds of groups that they would allow inside Afghanistan. That's a, that's a big question. And it is a question, many answers and uncertainties to which the Philippines will continue to have interest and will face repercussions. That, Ed says, is why we still should watch and care about Afghanistan. This episode was edited by Carl Sayat. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 